Hey, what is up, coworkers, or as I like to call you, chat? It's me, Brian, and guess what? You caught us on episode five of six in season two. This season, we are recapping the last decade, and guess what? Today's a banger, as John would say. And a couple of notes that I'm reading right in front of my face right now on the fly. John Appetit question mark? Yeah, you'll learn a little bit about John's cooking habits. The Hearthstone craze? Don't know what that is? Guess what? We'll deep dive into it. You'll know by the end. And you'll get a little taste of a nickname that we gave. We didn't give it to him. That Scott gave himself back in the day. So listen up. Enjoy the show. Same with Sega. Same with uh, all the... uh... (laughs) So, so I was, guys, I was pushing through, I was pushing through, and then you guys, I could tell, posted something else, and I, I, I could, I had to look back, and essentially, I'm just going to use this as the cold open, but give no context. So we, no one can know what this is about. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we work together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me on the show this evening are a few of my former co-workers. Say what up, Brian Ketron. It's me. And oh, in, no. the, in the batter's box, or whatever sports <laughs> term, because I don't even know it, <laughs> say hello to Jean Appetit. Oh, hey. <laughs> You're We're listening to the, the uh, Food Network. <laughs> John Appetit Test Kitchen podcast. You can support you me over, over at patreon.com slash John Mosesman. You um, are uh, getting very into some of the cooking scene. You've been talking about it. And mm. one thing you've been flexing on that's not really fair to, all, to us just remotely is the cookies you've been making up. Yeah, I've found some quite good recipes, and they're so easy. So I have no skill, no training, no talent. I watched a lot of Food Network growing up. We already talked about that on this podcast. But I found some fantastic recipes. I mean, you One of them some is a chocolate chip. Cracked in half. And oh, like... I tweeted it. Not that anyone oh. in this podcast follows us on Twitter. But... <laughs> okay. I've got you blocked. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> At We Used to Podcast. But... Yeah, so this is, I was actually a little a little behind the curtain here. I was a little late to uh, kick off our recording because I had two <laughs> separate batches I'd started. So there's this base recipe that I made, and it was pretty good, but I've been, I've been tweaking one thing, you know, scientific about it, right? You have your controls, you change one variable, you evaluate. I've been changing one thing in the recipe every time. I've got two batches I just put in the freezer, so... John, Stay we tuned. are so different in how we cook. I literally <laughs> was talking to my wife. Tonight. Baking is I, definitely for you, Brian. <laughs> no, I I love cooking. I love baking, but I eyeball everything. Like nothing I make is ever consistent because I just you know give it the squint, give it the give it the feel, give it the vibes, you know. And so that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. And then what I'm about to tell you is not going to surprise you or Scott. <laughs> I measure all my ingredients on a scale the same one used for coffee but i bought a scale that is accurate down to three decimal places because yeah 
And when I ooh, when I hit that 4.0.0 or that 4.000 on the scale on accident, it's a good day. It's like hitting <laughs> that, that, that 25 even on the gas bit. pump. Am I right, Brian? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I know what that's about, about that. for sure. That's a it's inside joke callback. But yeah, because when it asks for four grams of salt and your scale doesn't even really register anything until seven, it's like you're basically pulling a beak head, just eyeballing that, <laughs> which is a little dangerous <laughs> with like baking powder. <laughs> well, part of the reason I, I switched things up this evening and, and put John last was because last few episodes, the call outs I've had for Brian have somewhat blown up in my face. So a few well, episodes it. ago, I mentioned <laughs> that talked, talked about Brian taking his kids to Disney. He was re-gifting a gift to give his kids to go to Disney World. And then I also, a few episodes later, said that Brian didn't know the difference between a coronavirus and a Bud Light virus. And hey, now, Scott, catch, catch me up on if I'm going to Disney. Now, coronavirus has canceled everything. 2020's done, and Brian is no longer going to Disney. So <laughs> I couldn't risk whatever I said to him. There's a chance it was going to blow up in my face. So I needed to go after John. You made the right move. Now, John, I don't mean to re, re-blast you. But and okay. I guess this isn't this isn't uh this isn't a blast of of John himself, but more uh your parents probably. So I was oh, reminded no. this week. I was scrolling through the Twitters, and <laughs> I saw this interaction, and I saw John Mosesman reply to Jonathan Mosesman, and Jonathan Mosesman looked a lot like John Mosesman, but it was a different profile picture. And for a moment, I was so very confused until I remembered John's parents named him John and his brother Jonathan. And I've got to get context. What? (laughs) So this is a question I've answered almost as many times as I've answered, do you play basketball? Which is a lot. (laughs) Because if for context, John is what six five, no, six he's, seven boy. Dang it, I was gonna say, dang he, it, that I man's tried to tall. overshoot it. Six seven. Goodness <laughs> gracious, he's tall. So, yeah, um, my parents named me John. My brother Jonathan. Uh, John is a family name, and so most of my mom's side of my family is named John, and so they named me the family name. But then when my brother came along, they they didn't want him to feel like your older brother got the family name and then we named you some other random name. You know, they didn't want him to feel uh. left out of not having the family name. So that was, I mean, that's the closest one. Um, let me, I'll just bag on myself right now. The worst part is, so me, John, my brother, Jonathan, my sister, Jamie, Jay is the nickname that my grandfather who is named John goes by. Then on the middle names, buckle up for this. My dad's name is Leonard, so I'm John Leonard Mosesman. Jonathan is Jonathan Lynn Mosesman, L-E-N. My sister is Jamie Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E Mosesman. So we all have the same initials, which makes initialing things as a kid useless. (laughs) Scott, remind me real quick, did you know John had a sister? Yes, I did. But I did not. I did not know. <laughs> you may, her met name. my sister. She I'm came to our workplace. Yeah, John. Let's pause there. Of course, I have met her. 
He wanted to see if you could burn me. Is but that no, that? no chance do I remember any interaction. Fair. Um, so let me ask this: Does your brother is he is has he reciprocated the feeling? Is he is he like yes? Thank you for naming me Jonathan with my older brother John because I would have mm. felt left mm. out. Or is he like we could have skipped on it? You could have named <laughs> That's me a Toby, good question. and I'd be I eat. Um. I know at one point he was a listener of this podcast, mm. and it depends on how good these past few episodes have been. Maybe he's not, but if he is hearing this, what's <laughs> up, Jonathan? How you doing? Um, what a man of Moses. If you want to... Oh, <laughs> watch this natural transition into the plug section that I'm on. <laughs> Jonathan, if you want to hit us up over on Twitter, at We Used to Podcast, at our email, fans at we used to work com. Or if you want to subscribe at Patreon, which the link is not on here, I think it's patreon.com slash work together. Correct. And tell us, uh, how do you feel about giving the, a variant of the family name? Was it worth it? Or I be- actually, I believe the name that my parents, like the second the second choice was, I think, it was either William or Nathan. So like something totally different. Mm, yeah, yeah. Bill. Um, the old Bill Mosesman. I know we have butt heads. Well, I mean, it's it's not really a contest, but... I, since his name is very long, Jonathan Mosesman, that's a lot to put on stuff. He started trying to go by J-Mo. Oh, okay. That's my next After question. I did. So, but I'd, I've already asserted that J-Mo dominance. So, real quick, this reminded me of something when you said it, but there was a guy that grew up across the street from me that I was very, uh, we're still close friends. Um, Brian, he played in our fantasy league for a while, but his name is Scott also. And I called him Big Scott. Uh, because I was Little Scott, he was Big Scott. And his family, they had five kids, and all of them had the same exact initials, S-M-H. And I don't remember the exact story, because <laughs> it was a long time ago, but he and his sister got into a car accident together, um, and the medical records got goofed up somehow, and he had a broken nose and did not like have it fixed for a very long oh, time. Oh, wow. Because the... They goofed up on SM and then last name. I won't say it, but um, and and be, they they got them switched on who had the broken nose, and he did not get his fixed and discovered later. Like, oh, that's why my nose is so whack. Uh, <laughs> so that's so, so yeah. On that note, the government does not. I don't think they know Jonathan and I apart because Ooh. I get his mail and he Very gets my that. mail. I hope he doesn't all mess the your time. Credit up. I mean, I live in Oklahoma City. He lives in Denton, Texas. We get each other's mail all the time. It's like, oh, uh, that Jonathan Mose. That's, that's that's probably the same guy, right? It's got to can't be. Same mom. Same family name, and they named the younger brother. Yeah. No parent would do after, that. That's so, beautiful. One last thing on this. Every time someone asks me, like, do you play basketball? You know, there's people who are like, Oh, you should say, do you play mini golf? It's like, there's no good response to that. There's no like, okay, Scott, like, maybe it. there is. <laughs> you said that to me. There's no, there's no good comeback or response to that question. I did. I think I finally found the one to our names being the same. And I tweeted it to Brian and I said, a name so nice, they used it twice. Yeah, I did like that. I did like that. Except it only That's made my new more favorite curious. response. I was like, but Why? <laughs> Yeah, the basketball to the mini golf. I like that. I'd like to see you do that in public with a stranger. I think I probably asked you that pretty early on. You play basketball? You do some sports, big guy? 
So, Jamo, we're cruising, and I see here that you have a poop bandit update. So, oh, update. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott, can you hit me with that drop that's like the the rabies, like the fact checker? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Everybody pause because okay. I wasn't logged into Dropbot. Oh, oh embarrassing. I'm I guess pulling it up. <clears throat> All right. Do you need me to tell you your I've, password again? I've got it. I've got it. I'm looking for... What was it called? You have five seconds before I play a random drop no, no, no. for the people. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm looking. What would that... It would have been a secret one, I'm guessing. It was under rabies. It was the rabies bit. Oh, fact check. You ready? Here we go. You people need to educate yourselves. Myth. Three Americans every year die from rabies. Fact. Four Americans <laughs> every year die from rage. I got you. I got you. Thanks, Scott. I thought I thought I could use your segment, your fact check segment, to just kind of close the loop on some yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Come on back. I've uh, been curious starting, about it. I'll be honest. I'll just start with a quick one. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, Scott Lesser has joined the We Used to Work Together playlist. Ooh, that's give him, true. Give him a little yeah. round of applause. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Look at that. <laughs> Four months later. <laughs> got out of there. But those, those songs... They're bangers. So, Scott, you always have, I always feel like you have, like, an esoteric, like, it's not, in. it's, like, indie, but it's a little, like, you always have this, like, vibe of, like, indie electronic mm. kind of thing that every time I hear, like, so, for example, you introduced Alt-J, an Alt-J song mm-hmm. in our, like, back in the day when we worked together. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, I've never heard anything like this. You did the same thing with yours uh, in this playlist, so good job. I'm digging well, it. That you flatter me, sir. Uh, more yeah, songs. That was a good move. That's how my wife gets me to do the dishes. You know, oh, you did so good. Some about just the way you load them in there. Okay, stand back. <laughs> I can do that again. So you ready for some good. efficiency? <laughs> this look at the whole cabinet in. <laughs> sneak peek. Our uh, our uh, what do we what do we call them? Chat sneak peek chat. Uh, I'm running the twitters this week, so I'll forget. But like the day before, I'll be posting a little mystery poll on twitter and you'll vote who added the best bangers Ooh, okay i like it okay i like that that's great anyways poop bandit story oh yeah so two episodes ago which i think we had some technical difficulties and that story didn't make it in our first upload but it Mm -hmm. is there now basically um i had a guy come into my backyard that looked like pretty much like a weirdo creeper said he was picking up dog poop um, but should not have been there. And his story was very weird. Uh, it didn't make sense. He kept changing his story as I talked to him about it. Um, and I was like, okay, this is very, very strange. Like getting incredibly weird vibes from this guy. And so I was basically trying to figure out, like, is this guy just a weird guy? Is he high or drunk? And this is his job and he's just messed up and got the wrong house. And so I was like, I was watching this guy, and so a couple days later, I found on my uh, garage, like the side of the garage door, there was a note from that business saying like, you've been scooped from X business, your scooper was some guy on this date, and so that makes me think either it's a real business, and he just got mistaken, or He's really good, and he's trying to get me off his trail, which I know it's the second one. <laughs> he's like, oh, nice this try, guy poop is, bandit. This guy's coming back. He's got to close the be. loop himself. 
it's I'm on to you. Number two. Well, I mean, now you got to do. You're gonna go look and see when this. When was this? Do this LLC registered under what oh, name? Oh. <laughs> you're right. Look. Go what? to that last website, week? look at the who, who is. Yeah. This goes what? deeper. What purchased this domain last week? <laughs> <laughs> and it was purchased inside my house. It's like, it's like, is that the new age? You remember that scary story that was like, the phone call's coming from inside the house. Yeah. That's the new one. This domain was registered <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> what? <laughs> they didn't even get the who is privacy on it? <laughs> mm. John, I, I, th- I was curious about this because... I was walking through uh, our neighborhood just this week and I saw on someone's lawn, they had like a real like official, like, you know, like almost like a, you know, running for mayor type sign that was for poop scooping that (laughs) said, you know, this lawn poop scooped by whatever. And I was like, hmm, now that's a little bit more official, like logo, phone number, et cetera. I was like, your guy needed to have on some sort of (laughs) identification. Well, luckily, uh, you guys set me up perfect for this uh, transition into today's episode where, folks, we're talking games from the past decade hit that drop. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. That drop is copyrighted. Uh, co- well, for sure copyrighted, <laughs> but is also way longer than I remember until I listen to it. So today it is my episode, and if you're just tuning in, I don't know why you would tune into the middle of the pod, but if you are just now <laughs> tuning in, it's me. You started it. Was changed the channel a couple of times. You started the at the good part. Dial. Uh, but this whole season, we are Just diving into the it. last decade. That would be, what is that, John? You're the one that would take this the most serious. Is it 19? Oh, 19. Oh, Boy, goodness, I'm there. We got some options. Is Go it ahead. 2010 <laughs> to 2020? Is it 2009 to 2019? John, what's the last decade? I'm not super particular. In my mind, it's 2010 to 2019. It's the new marriage change, right? IMO. It's like the oh, Scott, going you're gonna have from to break that one, down for me. Well, it's going from the one to the two to the three. So like all the twenty two thousand. Think of like Roman numerals. Two zero one and then underscore blank. Anything that does that. So 2010, 2011, 2012, They all have two zero one. Insert the number right. When we change that third number in the tens place in a base ten math numeric system, it's going to be go to twenty twenty right. So Is basically what I said, but more complicated. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're breaking down. BK got him. That's what we're breaking down. It's a trap. It wasn't necessarily an intentional chat, but I thought, boy, he's going. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him go. Um, Look at the confidence just wane as he as he gets yeah. deeper into it. He's like, am I right? Am I right? I get no feedback. This is not right. <laughs> so what what I wanted to start off with was just a little, some quick hits, some quick highlights from the last decade as it relates to games. Now that's what I call games of the decade. Games the of the decade. Um, and so you know me. You know that? if I'm that's a new drop. Uh, <laughs> So if I'm in charge, we'll be playing a game. If I'm also in charge, I'll have two games lined up. If I'm also in charge, I won't have the games decided until this very moment. 
So <laughs> we won't know the format of the show until later, <laughs> until after, and I cut it together. So the pro- I was wanting to find like the most sold consoles in the last decade, but it was like crazy hard to find that stat. Chat, help me out if you find something, and I only found one for all time. But then I was able to find the highest selling games from the last decade. And that was going to be what I was going to quiz you on. And then I started looking at the list (laughs) and pretty much the whole list is Call of Duty and variations of Call of Duty. And I thought, (laughs) well, that wouldn't be very fun. But I'll hit it real quick and let you know in the last decade, Grand Theft Auto 5 was the highest selling game. Call of Duty legitimately took two through eight with Red Redemption coming in i know then call of duty picked back up took another three <laughs> slots then you have minecraft and then some ones near the bottom you guys might be familiar BRB, with. you gotta go invest in activision yeah for real also <laughs> i hey true story 100 percent. i actually own shares in blizzard uh me too Ooh, not a sponsor. look at us look at us <laughs> not a sponsor but get out of robin hood app um but scott <laughs> Skyrim snuck in there, Mario Kart 8, Battlefield, Destiny, Legends of J- Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Star Wars Battlefront all snuck into the top 20. But what we're going to do, because you guys have a better chance, you're going to work together. You're going to work together, and you're going to try and tell me, in order, from one... Let's see how many we want to do. One, two, three, four, five. This is the part where I figured it out on the fly. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. You'll give me the top eight highest grossing console or sorry units sold highest units sold what do you think comes in at number one two three four five six seven eight what is the eight most sold how do i say that how Here's we how... just do the how about we guess from the top eight we hard to guess what number eight okay go okay go <laughs> start guessing what nintendo ds what do you think what came do you... out in the past decade. No, this isn't just last year. This is all time. So what do you oh, think is okay, the okay. the top uh okay, chat. We're we're flexing rules on the on the fly. <laughs> Pivot. Pivoting. <laughs> Pivoting. Nintendo you, DS. Are you looking at something, you cheater? No. No. No, I'm not literally not. Look in the look into my glasses. It's just your own face in there. I'm looking How, at you. What in He's what reflecting would make off you of your eyes. Nintendo DS. I feel like they're still selling those things. I feel like those they, things are still moving. Scott, that's the number two most sold console of all time. At Space by, Curtis was just sending you and I a message about him buying one for the behold up for the coronavirus. By, oh, <laughs> by a wide margin, too. By it's a, number by, two, though, so they're sending it's number above two. it. There is something above it, but I would have never guessed that. Anyway, mm. GG's. Keep I guessing, I boys. nail it. Dang it. Go ahead, John. Get in there. I mean, what? So, what could sell? It's got to be a, like, it's got to be either like a PlayStation or Xbox or Wii variant to I was take gonna say, the top I, spot. I will right? say that these are yes. You'll see. Well, here you go. Xbox 360 comes in at number eight, at 85 million units sold. For context, the Nintendo DS sold 154 million units. They doubled up the Xbox 360. Oh. The old red ring. <laughs> so I'll help you out. Red I'll, ring himself. Uh, so I think it's got to be. Um, it's. I think it has to be a Wii, like the latest one of the versions of the Wii, because it's like the hardcore Nin- gamers have Wiis, and the like the not hardcore gamers have Wiis. Like, Nintendo. I've not kept up with those. Wii, Wii U. What's the latest? Nintendo one? Wii comes in at one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh. It's number six at a hundred. This list million. isn't even numbered. It's just a. 
No, it's just text. a list of bar <laughs> graph. Brian just made it. Okay. He put it in a, a text yeah. There's. Doc. I mean, this is if you Where's listen. This link to, take me to uh, average.design. Yeah, don't, don't click on the link because it probably says this somewhere on this website. This is submitted by a random guy. This <laughs> is an IMDb list from Frank Two Seven. All right, I'm gonna keep us moving here. Um, I will tell you that at number one is PlayStation 2. So it is oh, PlayStation was... 2 sold the most units of all time right. at 159 million. I feel proud to be a part of that movement. I mean, gonna... is the 64 on that list? So the Nintendo 64 doesn't even make the top 10. Um, yeah, I figured it wouldn't have enough distribution. So I'll work up from the bottom. Xbox, okay. Xbox One, Switch, any Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo DS, PlayStation Portable, Game Boy Advanced, and then you've got like a run of PlayStations. The one that was most surprising to me is at number three, you have the Game Boy Color selling 119 wow. million consoles. Shout out. Did you guys the have a Game Boy Color? Which color did you have? Yellow, oh. and it's still in my nightstand, boys. Green in my nightstand. What my is younger it? bro had purple, and I'm not sure why my parents did that. No, I had purple as well. I mean, okay. my, it was in my family. When you've got so many choices, listen, I'm not trying to get into the gender stereotypes. I'm just feeling like it's an odd choice for my parents no, to I, buy I my would, dad. I would be against brother. purple now. Purple was, was pretty banging. It must have been. Maybe he what, just was ahead. What's the color that's like, it's the purpley one, but it's see-through? What do you call that? Oh, you know what I'm yeah. Translucent I, purple? I did Is not it, I don't like know what those. I remember that's that That's the one, one I had. I thought that it was. That was. Did those come out part of the original like wave? No, no, I think they were after the like the solid ones. Well, tell me this: what accessories did you have for your Game Boy? Did you guys uh, have that warm magnifying light. glass? Oh, of course, I had the magnifying glass with the, the flappers with the light. With the light. Yes, <laughs> that was a vacation staple. And Ooh. get me in the car with that guy. Bye. I can play all night. And if I wanted, if I <laughs> wanted to ride bleed. a little light, a little sleeker, I also had just the regular light. You know, was like, it like a little bendy? Do you have the worm yes. light? Yes. Uh, worm light? What's the I worm think light? What it was called? Was, yeah, was it, it was like because like, it woo-woo. plugged in and then it yeah and then it was like yes. a spring curl up. I had that as well. It was also made of that purple translucent material. Yeah, I had the purple translucent one. Mm. My green Game Boy. So the thing about the there was an interesting switch for me in playing games in the car at night because on the original Game Boy you had to have the magnifying glass with the no light. Backlight. You, no backlight. <laughs> unless you're gonna turn on the thing in the turn on the car light, which <laughs> your parents are letting that up. Yeah, they no did they always give you the you, but it's the, illegal or you can't see out the rear view mirror with it? I think you it's know? the can't see. But they I was say, we also had a game gear. Because I use it on remember my that? kids now too. <laughs> so they can go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember I, the Sega Game Gear? Because that did yeah. have a built in light and it had suckier games. Ten batteries to run. Yeah. <laughs> it had like it had like an ammunition case where you'd put, yeah. click it in. <laughs> my neighbors that had now. that. <laughs> put the magazine. It was like you got a couple hours out of it. Did you guys have this handheld? Did you guys have it was Sega handheld? The Sega Genesis. Wait, I thought that's handheld. what you were just talking about. No, no, that the was, game. The game, game gear was different. Was like miniature. It was like a whole different system. It had like little miniature cartridges. I had the like Sega Nomad, which okay, was that's like what the I literal had. Genesis. And that had an even bigger battery case. And it's, it was I, an actual Sega Genesis. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Am I mistaken? Did it take the same discs as well? Yeah. And that's part yeah, of why it was so big. Yeah. Yes. I do remember. So that's Because the, the discs were only like rel- pretty small back in the day, right? Because the Game Gear ones were like Game Boy S. They, they were like cartridges, right? Right. But then the Sega ones, they were like N64 sized 
close, like a little shorter, but about the same, like a full cartridge that would like, like walk in. So you had mentioned Scott that you your family was a Sega family. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we yeah. I didn't have Sonic any of those. Guy. So yeah, I we were I, I didn't have any of the Sega, Sega uh, the, until we died, except for the Game Gear, I guess. Yeah, I. What's weird is because I had the NES and we switched to Sega. And I remember that. I mean, it's like a, that's a big deal. It's a pivotal thing because from then I didn't go SNES. I didn't go N64. So I didn't yeah, have and those were, Mario 64, oh, GoldenEye. The, the Golden ones, Crash yeah. Bandicoot kid. So we, we went Super Nintendo to 64. And I just remember thinking, gaming can't get better. There's literally no way. How can yeah. graphics get better than this Nintendo 64? It was like well, a uh, a mind-blowing leap. I saw there was a meme someone posted today that said like it was a screenshot of Mario 64 in whatever year it came out, 1990 something, whatever. And they were like amazing graphics. And then they showed like the latest like Bethesda, like insane graphics, modern thing. And they're like, eh, it's all right. (laughs) But it's like even as blocky as Mario 64 was, it was still just so incredible to be put in the 3D world in the game. Mind blown. So what's number one? What's number one on the list? Number one was the PlayStation 2. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. And so, anyway, well, how I broke up this doc a little bit was mostly I just wanted to briefly touch on some of the, like, past history of of games. And then I wanted to just talk about us. Uh, So So there's a decade, things from the last 30 years that have been released. Is that enough to get us, you know... We're, I think they're we not coming guys. here for the decade content. Okay. Well, they're all, they're, <laughs> they're they're coming are, to see how this plane hits the ground and what fashion it can. It already did. It already did. So, but some things I wanted to hit on real quick before changing or flopping too much over into our more personal experience, even though we did do some of that just now. We're good. Uh, <laughs> is some of the big things that happened this past decade where mobile gaming just took off. Uh, people using their apps and phones to download mm-hmm. games and play games cross-platform if you're not a gamer basically what that means is most of the time up until re- even just a few years ago most games you had to be on the same system you all had to be on xbox you all had to be on playstation you all had to be on whatever the system was to play the game well now all kinds of games even a huge one that's been notorious for being separate which is the call of duty franchise just this last couple of weeks ago um, is now a cross-platform. So you can be on PlayStation, you can be on 64, you can be on whatever, um, and you can play together. Battle Royales, which is like the 1v1v1v1v1 multiplied by 100. Just 100 people drop on a map, you have one life. That type of gaming has really taken off. And then the free-to-play model. So uh, basically, they give you the game, if you guys could see me, big-time quotations for free. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you can. Add oh, did on. you want your acorns to sprout not in six hours? Just pay us two dollars for <laughs> fifty rainbow right gems, so you can boost so, your flower power. Watch little, this ad. Little little <laughs> teaser. Uh, we will be talking about a game called Hearthstone here in a minute. And JMO and I played it very different, even though it was a free game. I spent a very different amount of money than <laughs> what JMO spent on the game. But anyway, anything you guys want to, you know, super briefly touch on that so that we can get away from game, the gaming in the last decade? I'll, I want to touch on a little bit, just probably the mobile gaming, I guess, curious on. So, like, Apple has launched their Apple Arcade, and honestly, I don't even 
know fully what it is. I think it's like a subscription service where you get just access to the full library for the, there's like no, you know, no, like uh, you're paying to get the commercial or the ad free versions of games and stuff like that. Everything's just like included for this subscription cost. But I just don't think of my phone as a gaming device. Anytime Apple does their, you know, big keynotes and they like bring a guy on stage to show like, check out this game you can play on the phone with when you're running on our new Core G processor. And they bring a guy out and it's like, that does look cool, but I just don't at all go, God, I can't wait to play that on my phone. Um, and I don't know if that's just because I'm a little bit of an old dog, you know, like boomer, as they'd new, say, <laughs> don't want to learn them new tricks. But I just, part of it is also my phone battery life. No matter what, I'm always on like a four like year old phone at all times. Cause my wife always still them upgrades and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she left to the wives. And so I, <laughs> always have battery life problems so i'm never like let me see if i can crush my battery life the second i wake up um so like my i just haven't really outside of escape the room games am i right everybody i haven't really gotten into (laughs) (laughs) mobile gaming but i know that clearly it is huge huge market so So someone's doing it uh, a couple of just quick thoughts on it. i usually have like a game or two that i like playing that i'll have on my phone um, but I'd be, I'd probably be more in that same camp, but two of the games that are on my phone, one is called clash Royale and it actually has like a huge esports scene and literally at the tournaments, the kids there's phones or I, I don't even think it's tablets. I think it's legitimately mm-hmm. phones and they, they walk up to like what looks like a preacher's podium facing a each pulpit. other pulpit. What did I call it? Podium? Is the podium a word? I yeah, don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Those both could be wrong or right. <laughs> uh, but they walk up to the, the pulpit and uh, they they literally play the game back and forth with each other. And I know Fortnite this year, so they had their big World Cup. I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. But this year they're actually separating out the tournament into different categories. And so there's going to be a PC world champion a console world champion and a mobile world champion and all yeah, those boys easier to play on PC folks show. Oh yeah. But all those boys be making millions of dollars. So for me, the, I agree with Scott totally on the phone. And that was one thing looking back. Now the phone to me never made the jump to be a gaming, a true gaming device. It is a like games on the phone to me are a time killer. Right. Option. I'm, right. I'm in a line I'm sitting somewhere where I'm going to be there for a while and I'll mess around with a game that's going to, or I'm on a plane, it's going to kill some time. But I never am like, oh, I can't wait to get home, just kick up on the couch, pull my phone out and play whatever game. I mean, there mm-hmm. there are a couple that I think have been really good for a phone, but they're still, like, if I want to play a game, it's going to be on a computer or a console. Yeah. I, uh, so the, the Clash Royale thing I was talking about, like, there's even a little bit of a community that I'm in with it so you you went kind of hard into that one are you still uh, playing it yeah i still play it um and i basically found like a community that's here in oklahoma and so it like kind of gave like a a a connection of sorts and anyway yeah there's like 45 people in our like we have active 45 active members and if you don't do your required uh combat for the week and it's even more than that these days but if you don't do it enough then you get booted out and they cycle new people people in and yeah i just got promoted to co-leader don't worry about it 
So that Ooh. makes me think about because one of our listeners, shout out Space Curtis, still gaming on that Pokemon Go. Oh, and still going to the point that we had a friend that was going to Japan, and he really got him into Pokemon Go. So that way, he when he went to Japan, he could come back with all the like region specific ones. Um, but he is, is there the... stuff you can only catch in Japan? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. There's stuff that's regional <laughs> and and very exclusive to even. Just, Am I into Pokemon name. Go again? Oh, <laughs> but I did want to touch you on. Cannot travel right now. <laughs> not just the the madness of that, but just the, the what that like game. I mean, I feel like that is a not a rinse and repeat, but people are doing things like that where you got to get out and go get into your augmented environment, and you know it's dependent on where you are. It isn't just like oh, I sit down and play my game where I'm at. It's like oh, you got to get out and go a little bit. I think that's kind of an interesting like change. Yeah, we didn't we didn't add that to like our show dog, but I think that's a great tangent of like uh, Pokemon Go was huge, and I'm oh, nearly certain that had to have happened in this last decade. But yeah, the yeah uh, they call it augmented reality, which is like not virtual reality, but you at least have to interact with the world around you in some way. Augmented, and yeah, yeah, and Pokemon Go was like a big the big push for that. I remember it that thing blew up overnight so fast that yeah part of the reason i got out of it is because it just literally couldn't keep up like they were having so much traffic to their website that it well i mean they released other ones like it though you know like uh there's a harry potter one and stuff like Mm. that i just yeah it's i don't know it's kind of fun to see they try to integrate you know just getting out and about and adventuring and using your phone. I mean, I've talked about in the past the what is it? Uh, the geocaching, right? Where you get out yeah. and like people have like recorded a lot long, and you go to that place and find a treasure or whatever. And so like that's OG, OG. Like people were doing that before phones. They just use like actual GPS things. But anyways, I just think it's kind of a an interesting change that like it is now accessible to take it out into places and and create a game that kind of gets you out of your your house. Well, and this is a good transition, I think, to our, the, the next thought I had or next thing I wanted to talk about, which was kind of a, a specific game, but it impacted all of us specifically and our workplace and was kind of, I don't think it was really the first of its kind. JMO would actually know better than me, but, you know, when we were kids and stuff, Pokemon or Magic the Gathering were physical card games mm-hmm. uh, that kids would play. And then finally, Blizzard, who's like one of the biggest gaming uh gaming makers came out with a game called hearthstone which was like the at least for me one of my first interactions with a digital card playing game so you know you get a collection of cards and you have to like do certain things to get cards and then you basically turn base go back and forth and compete against each other but when we worked together hearthstone was a massive (laughs) massive game and uh, JMO, I know you'll do a better job of, of giving our our chat some good context for Hearthstone. So give them the JMO version of what Hearthstone actually is. You did a great job. I thought that was like you explained it in probably the like least nerdy way possible. I was listening through that whole description and you made it like you described the combat in a way that didn't seem like it was combat. It was just competitive card playing with each other. Yeah, that was a huge... So here's... I think I've said this before. This is what always happens. It's like... Uh, shout out to old Eric at Space Eric. Uh, he, <laughs> he, I think, downloaded the beta 
was the one that kicked it all off. Oh, he's a blizz so he boy. Was he downloaded the beta. Yeah, Jamal, I, I thought it was him. you. No, 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 no. He sat and he was sitting out in the hallway on that. Remember how if you walk from the cafeteria down the hall, there was that window section right before the main like yes, leadership yeah. offices. Yeah, and yeah. he was sitting at a desk and he was playing this thing. And then I was like, oh, it's interesting. He's playing it. Didn't think much of it. Then I think you got it, Brian. And then I got it. And then mm-hmm. everyone else followed. And yeah, so I'm I'm very much like a go hard or go home kind of person. So it's like when I'm in, I'm in. And I'm in horde. So that was like a good two years of my life that I will not get back. Well, so what's funny about it is JMO, JMO and I were, so we all, the whole group of us, even like our there entire was, office, I think our entire office. At so shout out seven people. Shout out big time. Our, like, actual bosses. <laughs> yeah. Our bosses were <laughs> who were very board. aware. It wasn't like, <laughs> well, like, so, we doing this. So hey, where's this, everybody at? <laughs> can we talk well, about some shenanigans or is that? Uncouth? Yeah. So what I was, what I what's was about like to the, do, is it is it too early to pull the lid off of those? <laughs> no, no, no. What I was going to talk about, yeah, which, you're still there, <laughs> which I guess or I think we've talked about before. But my favorite memory of all time was John having the tiniest, <laughs> tiniest little Hearthstone because you can scale it down on your screen in the bottom left hand corner of his screen, and he was just gaming. And, and working <laughs> like and postage gaming. stamp sized. Oh, so I already had to like I already had to spend. Sized. I already had to spend an episode to, to redact this story or re-explain this story. But it was so I'll just explain it again. So Scott and I occasionally it would let's say it's like all right, it's Friday at four p.m. Okay, we're not. It's we don't we feel like done. working at Friday at four we'll p.m. Okay, <laughs> I mean it's Friday at four forty-nine p.m. And yeah, so let's go with that. <laughs> Someone who is not Brian or Scott or me would. I still work there, like, John. I still work there. Would be like, hey, uh, Brian, could you come look at this in my desk? And then as soon as they get over there, you'd alt tab and then Hearthstone would be up and he'd be playing. <laughs> and so I thought it would be funny to do the same thing to Scott, but then when I tab in, have the tiniest Hearthstone screen. Like, so tiny, it's like probably five pixels across on each way like you can't see anything but it's there so can i talk about this funny moment (laughs) when uh i had left and then i was working with scott's team again and if you're a developer there's this like uh site where you can go and list all these like issues to work on so like we want you to do this task this task and there's details and there's you can upload images and stuff (laughs) and so can i tell this one yeah, you know ahead, what this is? Ahead. We'll yeah, just yeah, cut uh-huh. it or put it in Patreon if we have to. But um, I, I opened this task that I'm supposed to be working on years later. And there's a screenshot of what I'm supposed to, like this page on the site that I'm supposed to be working on. <laughs> and Scott had taken a desktop screenshot. And in part of the screenshot is a conversation between Scott and Brian <laughs> talking about how they're about to go sneak off into the cafe to play Hearthstone. <laughs> It was in the issue tracker, and this story's not going to make it in the real episode, but so we just laugh about it a little bit ourselves. (laughs) So that's the thing. That is the thing is that you guys got, like, I've not really been into a game like that almost before since, Not, not since, like, Call of Duty in college. And I was like, very into it because I am I can be a competitive individual and 
you guys were all good at it and playing it and you would like force everyone into playing a tournament like every now and then be like <laughs> okay we're doing whatever it is where you can only like have no purchase cards only and so i was like i remember this, this is a distinct thing i remember i remember so we had some like complications with our first pregnancy and my wife was on bed rest at the hospital for a full like week and a half before she gave birth to our first kid and i remember being in the hospital reading about the different metas at the time because I was trying to get up to speed with you guys. So when I came back from the paternity leave, I was like, I'm going to crush them. I'm going to crush them. <laughs> and so I was like grinding it out. And and you know I got to hit that drop because oh, sets that's, itself up. You guys I didn't even mean to. <laughs> but I just, so it's like, I remember getting way into it. because Not because, I mean, I did enjoy the game for sure. But I loved competing with you guys, and you guys were just so much like leagues ahead of where I was. Well, that's what made it so much fun is that we were all playing at the same time in the same like we were talking about it every day. We were sending each other stuff every day. We're and in our typical fashion, we were coming up with ridiculous like as soon as we got tired of playing the regular game, we made games within the game. So it's like yeah, you have to play use all no rare cards like no cards that. Um, start with the letter A or, you know, we just would try and make all these weird little rules around it that made it so fun. Well, and what's really funny about this is I think the game launched in like 2013 or 2014, something like that. And I had not played in four or five years uh, since it released, but I, about a month ago, picked it back up for some random reason. I was just looking for like more of a strategy game instead of like a shooter game. And I am completely back in like i'm back i'm literally listening to a podcast that (laughs) they so it's these people (laughs) no there's no way uh but but they basically talk through like the current like meta or the current way that the cards are playing that most people are using decks wise i'm reading about it i'm trying out new decks but i'm on that grind to legend again because what's different is there's like a status you have to hit uh, to make you like real legit and it means you're like very good at the game and John hit it and I never did. So I grinded towards that. <laughs> I mean, and I mean grinded it because there's a status in that game called, oh man, I don't even feel good bragging about this. <laughs> I don't even feel good bragging about this anymore, but there's a status in that game I'm called st- Legend. I still brag about it to people. So Of how many Hearthstone players are there? You think? I mean, there 50 was... 50 m- million? Yeah, I was going to say, there's millions and millions. Legend is like 0.1%. 0.1% of all players, which is like, you got you to gotta know that game inside and out, and you got to be practiced, and you like, you're not making mistakes, and you know exactly what the other person's going to do. And it took... I mean, I tried... And the thing is, and this is... Blizzard is perfect at making games that you hate yourself for playing, because your rating resets every month. Mm-hmm. Now they've casualized it more where you don't fall below certain ceilings. And But when, back when I did it, not only did you reset all the way at the top every time, but every five ranks you get, they instituted where you can't fall below. So once you get rank 10, you can't go back to 11. Once you get five, you can't go back to six. In mine, if you lose five games at rank five, you're going all the way back to six. Also, I don't and know it, how true that is, John, because I grinded up and then dropped. But maybe I haven't dropped far enough. All well, I they, know is I've been sad some nights falling asleep. But the <laughs> point, like it, I grinded hard on that game, and I got it, and I quit. 
and I cannot touch it again. It's just like it burned a hole in my soul and I can't come back. So I this is diverting a little bit, but has to do with uh, gaming in a sense. So, uh, and and I, I think I know where Scott sits a little bit, but basically going back to the free-to-play thing. So there are games, and, and Hearthstone was one of them, where uh, the game is totally free. You can open up the game, download it, and you have full access to everything that somebody who would invest money into it is like has so that's the same with like Fortnite. Fortnite, for example you are on the same playing field as everybody else even if you haven't put a penny into it and the things that you buy are like skins like uh player characters and things like that in Fortnite. cosmetic well, in Hearth- upgrades yeah cosmetic stuff that's the word i was looking for in hearthstone it's a little different so in hearthstone there is a competitive advantage if you're willing to pay for like cards because you know you're not given a full card set you still have to yeah. get have access to them but anyway so john and i played very different i probably spent and this is no joke maybe a hundred dollars in the game just like opening packs and trying to like basically instead of grinding like john did where you just slowly play and slowly collect (laughs) in-game currency i just skipped that there it is again (laughs) that that drop's getting used (laughs) but anyway so i was more of a just get me there and then give me get me on the same competitive advantage as everybody else jamo was much more like i'm gonna earn it i'm gonna grind it out and earn it it was it was like all right you can pay twenty dollars and have access to these things or you can play five thousand games (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'll play the 5,000 games. And John played 5,000. <laughs> so, so, Scott, where do you fall on the spectrum? How much money do you think you vested in that game? Um, I had at different times. Oh, so this is Brian at different times rallied to get me gift cards for like oh, either, I forgot about either, that. either birthdays or work anniversaries. Yeah. He would uh, strategize as like, you know, we should get them. <laughs> Hearthstone gift cards, and so just to I would lock be, you in. Yeah, I would be opted in. But I tell you what, though, the thrill of like taking like twenty bucks. So hold on, like, hold on, let's 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 tell the pack opening system so people understand how this works. Yeah. So you might have heard the term loot crate, and it's an in-game good that has no real life value. That is basically a type of lottery ticket. So if you opened a yep. pack or you opened a box or a crate, there is a chance. There's a small chance that you'll get something kind of good. There's an even smaller chance you'll get something really good. And there's an incredibly small chance that you'll get something that is very, very good. And they do it that way because like a lottery ticket, you they want you to buy tons and tons and tons of these things because of the thrill of opening something awesome is really fun. Mm -hmm. And because it takes so many of these items to get what you actually want. Because even if you got a a legendary or a very rare item, you still may not get... There could be 20 legendary items. You may not get the one that you actually wanted or needed, even though you got the the rare item. And so basically, like, it's set up to cost you tons of money. Like, just... Like swipe, 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 click, buy, 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 and it's like two dollars, four dollars, seven. It like it adds up to an insane amount over time. So when Scott would buy some of these with his like gift cards mm-hmm. that Brian had compiled with our office, got them. It's, <laughs> but it's really fun to open those, especially as a group, because when you hit that 
like really rare thing. Like it was really fun. It was kind of like winning a little lottery. So on that note, John, I don't know what I used to do before I watched you open the packs, but like in Hearthstone specifically, it would display the five like cards or whatever in like yeah the back of them, so you can't see what they are. And what I didn't know is you could hover on them and then Uh they glow with the color of how rare they are. Right? Yeah. And you would, it was like an experience when you would do it. You would like it was. <laughs> open a pack and the cards all come out and you would like go to each, you wouldn't turn over any, you'd go to each one. And be oh, like, you can't. Ooh, 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 ooh. And we'd, I would get like excited <laughs> just to watch you open cards because it's such a treat just the like experience you put into it. Because when I first would open them, I'm like click, 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 click. And just like yeah. turn them all over and get surprised every now and then. And then when I discovered how you did it, that's still, if I'm opening a pack on one of those, I'm like, yeah, gotta you got to treat yourself. You got to open But let's slow. go a level deeper. Let's go a level deeper. BKET, at some point on this podcast, you and I have to talk about our unfounded conspiracy theories. Because also, real quick, welcome to the Hearthstone podcast. Welcome to the Hearthstone podcast. <laughs> This is Brian's John entire plan. This into... into... <laughs> All right, hold on. I got to get this downloaded. All right, so we're... <laughs> so here's the thing, game, John. You could just you could just open a pack. You could hit the space bar. The pack would jump to the center of the screen and open. You could just click it and drag it. But that's what the casuals too. do. You got to click <laughs> it, and you have to have your special open. Just like oh, let me bring it back to sports. Hashtag canceled. You know how every free throw shooter has their setup, right? Scott, am I? Are we vibing right now? I'm dropping yeah, a sports yeah, yeah. reference. Uh, um, Every yeah. free throw shooter so has their setup. <laughs> We're talking. Are we talking two spins and a bounce? Are we talking the the sh- the shoulder shrug? So you got to grab I'm that impressed. pack. I'm impressed. I watched some things. I don't. You got to grab the pack. Jam once. <laughs> are you going to take that pack? Are you going to go twice clockwise? Are you going to go four corners diagonal? You got to have your opening system down to increase your luck close the whole game when you are nervous (laughs) maybe you ain't getting something (laughs) yeah that's it my luck's bad starting over Uh, you obviously just buy again but yeah then i mean then we had our like pack opening strategies you got to check certain ones you got to you know you got to time it it's a whole thing so the memory i am getting is i also remember saving my pack openings to when jmo was around because he, he enjoyed it so much and he he almost enjoyed he it more than it right <laughs> he almost enjoyed it more than me because he there were sometimes you know you'd see a card and it'd be the 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 most rare card you can get is a legendary and you'd open it up and you'd be like oh my goodness that's a legendary and he'd be like nah nah i don't get excited about that legendary you ain't ever that using one that sucks <laughs> oh you can't even use that one's not in the current meta you might as well just change it to dust but I, I know in my bucket of screenshots somewhere on this computer are dozens of pack opening screenshots that i took every time i got like gold legendary regular legendary and an epic it's like the odds of this are insane this is crazy good times <laughs> Well, I am about to snap change subjects so quick, but there is a name. We might have used it on this podcast before. It's definitely how his name is saved in my phone, but I believe it is gaming related somehow. And I'm talking about my man, Scott Wendell Dejuki the Seventh. <laughs> you might know Scott as many of you might know scott as dejuki dejuki uh jmo please refer to him as dejuki the seventh yeah because it had to be the seventh i mean i get that because there was probably we'll dejuki one two three four five and six but yeah they all were taken 
But Scott, <laughs> this was a common and I think potentially still current username for you. Can you give us the origin story, please? Yeah. So, okay. So, do you guys remember Where to start? Sprite used to have those like images everything commercials um, or obey your thirst or whatever their like thing was. And I think this is in the nineties. And one on one of the commercials, God, this is a deep cut. On one of the commercials, <laughs> it was a fake drink called Juki. And it's all these good looking folks on the beach drinking Juki. And so it's like the the song was like Juki Juki, it's a party in a can. Do you guys remember that at all? No. Yeah, okay. I remember all. your And then it was like, I think it was like, <laughs> images, images, nothing. Obey your thirst or something like that. I do remember obey <laughs> your thirst. So, mm. Juki was just somehow became this inside joke on my soccer team. So, when anyone would get faked out real bad, we'd say he left a Juki on him, like left a little Juki stain. <laughs> and <laughs> so, if somebody got got like smoked like oh gave him the juki so anyways talk, this is like there's like three people that even know this inside joke probably so if you know anything about usernames screen names and the aol instant messenger name back and then back in the day was you needed to put in what your hobby was and it needed to have some sort of number after it for some reason and so um so for whatever reason i decided to to, so I had been CA soccer player zero seven for a bit. Oh, I know what Good. that stands for. I won't. I won't reveal too much of your identity though. <laughs> so because you had to, if you could also put where you're from, your sports number, what hobbies you're into. My my wife's was like uh, bugaboo <laughs> one nine two seven something like that. I was like, oh, you a bugaboo party goddess? Or no, she had oh, party no, goddess, no, and she no. was not a party goddess at all. So yeah, you know, a lot of these, these old accounts are, are getting important. hacked. Yeah, <laughs> <For> <laughs> very sure. true. Got to find the old party goddess. So, anyways, I went to go register. I think it was for PlayStation Network, and I had to pick a username, and I was like. Well, it's time to get to graduate from this CA soccer player because I'm not really. I'm about to grad from CA, so became Dajuki number seven for some reason. Why? Now, first of all, why was I Dajuki? Don't it's stupid. But why was I the seventh of it? <laughs> Even worse, there was zero other Dajukis out there. Could have just been Dajuki. Uh, so that's how <laughs> that's how the name got Where started. The even, Where's the Where's the Dajuki come from? Because we would say no, not just he, like Juki ooh, seven. Gave or him something. the Juki. Gave him the Juki. The Juki. So <laughs> so J-Mo. stupid. I wish that I could. Uh, and guys, listen. I was on Gmail early enough to have Scott Lesser. I was on Twitter early enough to have at Scott. And on both those platforms. I own the username Dajuki7 at Gmail. I own, yeah, shout out at me. And I own Dajuki7 on Twitter. Grab Dajuki7 on Twitter when I could have had at Scott. I'm so happy. (laughs) Squatting somewhere. Dang it. I'm so happy. Uh, Jamo, what is your first, like, do you remember your earliest gamer tag? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine is, so, as we mentioned, I'm tall. And I also have large feet. Do you play basketball? Uh, I do not. And in case you were wondering, because <laughs> the most second common question to after do you play basketball is, what size shoe do you have? And it is 16 or 17, depending upon the make of the shoe. But That is so big, John. So, is that your username, Bigfoot16? So, that's close. One of my, my ninth grade biology teacher, uh, 
he used to say that my shoe because at one point I had an 18 in Nikes because they ran like I guess small or something and (laughs) so for from the time I was age 12 to 18 my shoe size kept up with my age which was kind of a fun fact at Um, age 12 you were two sizes larger than I am now (laughs) yeah I was six feet at age 12 I think Oh my god! <laughs> Six foot. What up, Taylor? Catch on. Shout out. Well, Guys, I was gonna, I was gonna keep it quiet. Spooked me for so, real. I'll be honest. It freaked like me out. Like a ghoul popping up. <laughs> hey, Tay, you gotta come say hi to the podcast now. Call him chat. What up, chat? There we go. There we go. Shout out. There you so, go. So, uh, anyways, my <laughs> my biology teacher looked at my feet and called them battleships, and he's like. Oh, you got to move your battleships. Like I'm walking on the aisle here, and so my one of my first usernames was Battlefeet One, because you also needed a number. <laughs> you gotta have a number, Battlefeet. Uh, Brian, what about you, what's Brian? yours? Yeah, like, come on, get us. So I you know you wanted to make my... yourself seem. Were you six packs designer boy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sixty four. So you guys are average dot in bed. <laughs> Wait, average Whoa. what? <laughs> what you say? Redleaf.average.tv forward slash We're going to have to cut that because now we're, <laughs> we just had to put the explicit tag on. Uh, no, so I, I for a long time, it's kind of similar. You guys aren't far, but for, I wanted to be, no. I wasn't? <laughs> you were a bit far. But I, I always wanted to have a unique name. And for some reason, the most unique name that was kind of close to mine was Brock. And so my username on AIM, like I wanted a, I wanted a, Brian you wanted was it too close boring. to your name. Okay. You guys have the most generic names. I would oh, have, yeah. I would have died as a child. That was, but I'm not much better. Brian is not much better than Scott or John. And so I always wanted to be Brock. I'm trying to say it's, it is some better. It's a little, it's a little. Okay. Wow. If we were breaking the Twitter the... polls, going. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I... John, <laughs> Jonathan, Scott, Brian. What names? <laughs> no, let me say it. Let me say it this way: common. You guys have more common names, mm. and so anyway, I wanted a unique, uncommon name, and it was Brock. And so on AIM, I was B Space Rock Seventeen, and Noise. it was people B-Rock? called me B Rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People, people. It's called. in seventeen. Oh, is that a new? Did you add a new nickname to yourself now? Maybe eight years later. Oh, Maybe. that's true. Old B Rock. The Need for Speed. <laughs> cool. But then I decided that's nerdy, and I really, I quickly, I got ahead of the curve on what numbers and stuff. I, I, I realized I just want to be something classy, and so for a really long time until B Cat, I've only really had two gaming names, and one was B Cat. Or sorry. Cut is what it is now. One was Nortech. Do you guys Nortech. know what? Do you guys know that's what like Nortech a, is? That's a real company now. That's like a VPN thing. Here, I'm gonna spell it for you, and you guys are gonna tell me where is my mouse on this computer. So, as Scott would like to do, I'm doing a visual aid. All right, ready, guys? You looking at the doc? Mm-hmm. Here it is. There you go. Oh, you know, look at it backwards, boys. So the spelling oh. is. N O R T E K. That's my last name backwards, which is Ketron. Dang. I thought, oh, I thought I was so cool. So that was my first 360 account was Nortec. Now I gotta see if my name spells something backwards. 
Oh, kind of. Kind of. So that reminds me, we're on a tangent, but here we go, ride it. Uh, my brother and I, we would play Roller Coaster Tycoon together. And <clears throat> when you would start a new game on Roller Coaster Tycoon, they'd ask you to name it. And we'd always name ours Satco, S A T C O, for Scott and Taylor Company. And then, <laughs> so that was like the fictional name of our uh, like nefarious corporation that was overseeing all of these big builds. And then it turns out there is a company called Satco later on. I think they make like toilet paper or something, but. Anytime, anytime I see it, I'm like, "Whoa, Satco!" <laughs> so it's real. Scott, I want to, I want to tangent off of your tangent because there's the whole thing. Tangent. <laughs> uh, co-tangent hashtag math joke. Got him. Anyways, uh, so we were going to talk about gaming as a part of our lives, and we're we're all typing our names backwards in the doc to see what it is. <laughs> It me wrestle, right? <laughs> but you you told me something in a text. I th- I think it was a text the other day, where you said you were playing Mario sixty four with your kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were playing, but then your kids were watching and like telling you where to go or cheering mm-hmm. you on. Somehow yes. you have managed to get your family to watch you play video games, and I want to know how. That's like a life. That's a squad goal, life goal for me. So that is, it is something that's happening. So right now we're on Banjo Kazooie, and I gotta oh, tell you guys, so good. it is a hard game. <laughs> the game actually ends. There's a full credit scene, and then they go, "Psych, it's not over," and they send you back to the witch. So, whew, that's where we've been. But yeah, I don't know how I got them to watch it. It because they aren't able to play it yet, especially mm-hmm. the N64. You want to talk about the hardest ge- controller to pick up and play? Oh, God, it's the worst design controller. They were ready for it. <laughs> like it's like, oh, you want to move in this three D three D space where the camera's always kind of spinning, but it can never be directly behind you because there's objects. Um, it's it's brutal. Uh, and so because of that, I'll like jump in and play. I'll intentionally like drop them into some areas. Maybe they can kind of just run around harmlessly but they get mostly into watching me play. And I probably, there will be a point in which they're like, they're going to start wanting just to do it because they can do it. But for now I'm King. My kids, they, uh, they would boot up that old Twitch channel and, uh, they liked, they, they thought it was super cool that they could go to a website and dad was on there. (laughs) That's interesting. I don't know about that. Celeb status kind of. Oh, big time. So they would watch you stream while you're streaming. Yeah, they'd be like in the next room just watching me stream. Dang. They thought it was cool. They didn't care what I was playing. They just thought it was cool I was on the TV. <laughs> probably is almost, cool. yeah, it would be, yeah, it would be almost like, whoa, our dad is a magician. <laughs> so I think that will just about do us for the gaming episode, but there is a ton we could talk about. Even as Scott was talking just then, I was thinking, yeah, emulators and stuff like that are becoming so big again, where you've got now the Sega that has an emulator that's coming out. Super Nintendo and Nintendo already did it. On your Switch, you can play old retro games. And if I could be a retro streamer, I would totally do it. But when I tried, no one watched. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Scott, let's get let's get on to it here. I'm killing time while I hunt down this. Let me find it, guys. I got... Oh, they found it already. You were supposed to let me just struggle through it. I'm going to click it anyway. Go ahead. So good, we hit it twice. Go for it, Scott. Yeah, baby. Uh, As we are finishing up 
our review of the decade, we've talked a lot about, um, you know, the stuff that has emerged, you know, that's kind of like changed the direction for a lot of different things in our lives. But it's time for us to take a look back and talk about the things that didn't make an impact. And we're going to talk about uh, the flops of the last decade, because I'm willing to bet that none of us have a 3D TV, or if any of us do, regrets. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be hitting some items like that, some social media services that flared back up, shout out MySpace, but didn't have the legs to to, stick it out. Um, Things like Fire Festival, don't want to get into everything, but we will be talking about the flops of the decade on our next episode. We've already said it before, but we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you're thinking, your questions, what you like or don't like about the show. Hit us up at We Used to Podcast on Twitter, fans at We Used to Work Together.com. We also have some of the uh, deep cuts and a little extra show we call The Break Room, which is us just uh, gabbing on a little topic Brian brings us every week after this episode over on Patreon, patreon.com slash work together. And if you like the show... Uh, go ahead and give us a review uh, so we can spike them algorithms and get it get it uh, circulating and such. Anyways, bye. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye-bye.